Hello listeners, every now and then I decide to see what everyone else is interested in and this time I watched the third most watched show in America titled Lupin, a French drama. So let's start. My name is Avia Winters, the drama fiend and welcome to my podcast. Here's why I loved Lupin. I'll start first with my reactions. The show came out of nowhere with the anticipation of what the heist with Asan and those other guys who look like dealers but they probably weren't or um I was thinking that they also sold him like unattainable things but not like drugs because Asan is not a drug dealer. He's too smart for that. I'm going to be talking about like revenge and also racism in the show. Um when we look at flashbacks of why Asan is pulling this heist, which of course is not really for the money but revenge and confirmation that someone set up his father a long time ago. He's been preparing for this moment for a very very long time for years. However, right away during the flashback, we see how people are afraid of blackness or black people. And what I'm referring to is when the wife of Pellegrini locked her doors as soon as she saw a black man offer to help her. And even though he was offering to help her, she was still like alerted and didn't want to be associated with him in a way. She wasn't accepting his help. She was afraid, but since he identified himself as a worker for her, then she relaxed a bit. If you think that's not a strong case, then I'll tell you more in a little bit, but the show does a great job at showing what a black man or a black person goes through on an almost near day-to-day basis. Here's another example. The daughter, Julianne, says, is it true what they say about blacks, that they cannot swim? There you go. Stereotypes. It's the stereotypes that follows and followed Asan throughout this whole thing. And Asan and others have to prove that it's false or something. Not all of us like watermelons because that crap is nasty to me. Or like another example, Pellegrini was talking about Asan's dad to the cop Dumont. He called his father a clever old ape. More terms and labels that people have on black people. I think that this show tells that racism and stereotyping exist for black people regardless of the countries. Also, I think it's prevalent that it's also the reason why Assange's father was easy to be suspected and no one was in his corner. And even though Dumont was trying to be a good cop at first, Dumont knew Assange's dad was innocent. But I think that Pellegrini would have pinned it on anyone working in his house. But for Assange's father, it was easier because of him being an immigrant, him being black. So it was easy for him to pin it on him. And they also, Assange and his father didn't have strong backing or or more so like uh, contacts like Pellegrini had. They weren't rich. They didn't know a whole bunch of people that could help them out. So there's a lot of stuff based on race in this show, but I think Pellegrini is just a boss that he would have pinned it on anyone, but it was just easier for the father. Also, the reason why I think Asan is so good with disguising himself is also probably because people tend to think that all black people look alike, as well as Asan's efforts when it came to acting his part, dressing the part, and getting out immediately. And also, like, once you're being gentlemanly, people basically trust you. He was always polite, and that's the important thing. I think that Asan is a genius because he foreseen things that cops themselves couldn't have foreseen, or at least guessed, except one detective who read the Lupin book. There were times that Asan was definitely going to get caught, but he doesn't because it's kind of like he uses a plan B and C. He thinks ahead and if he gets caught off guard like he did on a train with his family, then he comes up with something else. I was shocked when he left with the necklace. I thought his plan failed in the first episode, but he knew that those three he planned the heist with knew that those three would try to take the necklace for themselves. He's also really good at talking himself out of terrible situations like he's a very good talker. 
It's amazing how good of a talker he is. His plan to break into the prison also goes hand in hand with people thinking that all black people look alike. How else would Asan could have traded places with the inmate? I think that the minds behind this amazing show are genius as well. And they, of course, most likely took some inspiration from the book Lupin. And I think it's probably not even called Lupin. And I think this show has inspired me to read the book or like the series if there is one. It seems like something that I'd love to read. I wonder if Arsene Lupin is motivated by different things from Hassan or was Arsene motivated by the same initial problem, the wrongful accusation of a loved one. This was something that Hassan had to deal with for years though, planning and thinking about how his father died. I just wondered what made him finally make the move this time. Since Claire did say that she heard it all before, yet Asan didn't do anything this drastic. I think Asan was building his fortune as well as gaining resources to do something. And I think what finally pushed his motivations was that the necklace going up for auction when it was supposedly stolen and never found because the supposed suspect was gone. Next, I'm going to talk about Asan's relationships. So with, uh, with Claire and Julianne. So with Claire and Asan, I love this pairing so much and how well the two are connected to each other. They know each other so well. I enjoyed seeing the history behind their relationship because we did open up the show with the two of them. You can see how much Asan cares for her, but more so how Claire cares for Asan. We took a look back at Claire's side and how she was confused and lost when it came to their relationship because Asan was always MIA. Claire began to doubt her love for Asan and it's clear that she does love him, but she was also pregnant, so she was scared about dedicating herself to him when it came to having a child with a man who's never around. It's evident that there is still something there between them. Like when they were on a train, the looks that they gave each other was very telling. Also, how comfortable they are around each other. Asan also got a bit jealous when he heard that Claire was seeing someone else. I'm afraid of how she'll react to her son missing, you know, once they realize that he's actually been taken and he's not just like wandering off. Now, Julian and Asan's relationship, Asan hid his face during the auction, but I knew it was weird that Julian, Julianne or Julian was able to recognize him as the kid from long ago. But the final episode basically explained it though, that Asan was in a relationship with her as an adult or at least a young adult. This information about their relationship was nice to finally see, even if it was at the final episode. I also didn't recognize the look Julianne gave Asan when they met in the park until after I had finished watching the entire series. I was too busy excited that he was going to meet someone in public and how he got away from the cops that I didn't recognize the longing look Julianne gave Asan. I mixed it with she was happy to see him and she was shocked that it was even him. We also learned that Julianne loved Asan. But Hassan chose Claire, and I think he chose the best one for him, to be honest. Not that there's anything wrong with Julianne, but she's just attached to a strange family. He might have also been using Julianne to find out information about her family as well, I think, because they would meet secretly, and I highly doubt that her parents knew they were dating or messing around or whatever they were doing. Next is Hassan's mistakes. So even though Hassan was always having plan B, plan C, plan D planned out, he has made some mistakes. So let me just talk about the two. So one thing he did was letting his, let his emotions get to him, which resulted in him revealing his identity to Dumont when he kidnapped him. I was shocked that Hassan slipped up like that, but it's frustrating when someone keeps trying to tell you what you've proved to be true was false. 
So Asan was severely angry. It was a shame that he slipped up and now that man knows his identity. However, he hasn't said anything to the cops, but he also isn't helping Asan either since he allowed Pellegrini's lackey to walk away. I mean, of course he would because he's still under that man's thumb. So yeah, he's just not good and he's not bad. He's just like the type that just don't do anything about injustice. The next mistake Asan had was brushing off the fact that Fabian had a tail and she claimed that she lost him. It sucks that Fabian died when she helped Asan attain critical evidence on Pellegrini. I knew that her being tailed wasn't the end like she said it was, but Asan trusted her to know what she was doing and sadly she ended up dead because of it, which that man didn't have to kill her like that. That was wrong. Next, I'm going to talk about my speculations for part two and then we'll wrap up this podcast episode. My speculations. I'm happy that there is another part to it. I mean, it should be because they left us with a massive cliffhanger. I think that the kidnapping of his child will continue throughout the next part. And since like the whole thing, we'll, we'll see it through to the end. His child will be kidnapped throughout the whole second part. And since Pellegrini's lackey decided to kidnap Claire and Assange's child, I think that Claire will be involved with this. Claire will be involved with this, meaning that Claire will also be right next to Assange planning schemes and more. I think. I cannot wait. If I'm right, I cannot wait. I would like for her to get in mixed with it. He will now have to explain to her what's actually going on because he can't weasel his way out of this one. His son got kidnapped by somebody. She needs to know. Also, in regards to things amping up in the show, I think Asan might have to do more harm to people, like maybe kill someone. I didn't read the books if they are following it very closely or if they're taking a lot from the books, but it's because I say this because Pellegrini is killing people and sometimes you have to take matters into your own hands, but hmm, maybe not because Asan's character is all about being a gentleman, but now that his child is in danger, will he be pushed to the breaking point? But also, the detective Guidry, sorry for the pronunciation, I have no idea how to say his name. I've only seen his name in the subtitles. I don't even remember them calling this man. So the detective will now work with Asan, I'm thinking. Because this detective seems to admire Asan and was completely amazed by everything he was getting away with. None of his workers, his co-workers, even believed him either. Asan does need more help though because it's getting out of control. He needs someone on the inside. I think with this detective and Claire, as well as his other friend that works at this, that shop, that they'll be able to get his son back safely. Overall, this show is leaving me wanting more. I am upset that there's only five episodes. I hope that part two will be out like this month or at least next month. I can wait till next month. I have to say that the actor playing Asan is a perfect fit for the role. The emotions that he portrays and how awesome his character is, it fits in well with the look of the actor. Like that's how, I feel like that's how the actor is in real life. He's that cool. He's gentlemanly. He also stands up for injustice. So that is all for tonight evening or morning, wherever you are in this world. Thank you so much for listening. I truly do appreciate it. Until now, it's been Avia Winters. Stay safe out there. Laters.